The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5 News Gazette Media Stations. Two minutes to go. Illinois 71, Michigan State 68. Out top is Io. Long, long three. Got another one. He got another one. Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to tip-off is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look and in-depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5, the flagship home for Fighting Illini basketball. Right corner, three block by Aaron Jordan, picked up by Georgie Mishanishvili. Oh, what a play by Aaron Jordan. Williams to Georgie at the free throw line, drive, down the lane, and slams it in! Three, gonna have to shoot it with two, a long, long three! Oh, he got it! He got it! And that's gonna end the half and listen to the roar! Now from courtside at the State Farm Center on the campus of the University of Illinois, here's your host, Scott Beatty. And a pleasant good afternoon to you and welcome in to our coverage for Fighting Illini Men's Basketball this afternoon at the State Farm Center. The Illini wrapping up a three-game home swing and looking to go perfect, a 3-0 stretch this week after wins over after wins over both Nebraska and the upset win over Michigan State on Tuesday night. Now the Illini will try to make it three in a row before they go back on the road today. The Rutgers Scarlet Knights are in town for this Saturday afternoon matchup. Both Rutgers and the Illini have identical records in Big Ten play at four and eight. Winner can take over ninth place in the Big Ten Conference and would uh, put you out of the Wednesday game in the Big Ten Tournament seedings. But, of course, that's a little ways to go yet in season play. Welcome in, everybody. I'm Scott Beatty alongside Lauren Tate. The Illini also looking to win three games in a row for the first time this year and the first time since 2017. And, Lauren, one big issue everybody's been talking about is can you keep your edge well, after such right. an emotional win? Well, it's hard because it won't be that they won't try hard. It's just that, uh, first of all, uh, Rutgers is forewarned about turnovers. They're going to come in and, and they're going to do everything in their power not to turn the ball over, not to let Illinois get away on the breaks and the turnovers. You know, remember those two uh, steals that Io made? How big were they in the game where you just steal the ball at midcourt and go in and shoot a dunk and a layup? Uh, I don't know that what Rutgers that they can successfully do that. They don't have a reputation as being a particularly good ball handling team, George. Geo uh, 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 Baker. Baker is the only, uh, you know, the only real top ball handler they have. They're, they're mostly a big team. But um, I just, all I'm saying is that I know what their point of emphasis will be. And I, I, it'll be interesting to me to see if Illinois can pull it, pull it off and get the turnovers that they're accustomed to getting. Uh, Rutgers averaging 13 turnovers a game. That's a pretty good clip. Of course, the Illini are only at well, they 13 play, and a half. They play very. Uh, they're, they're they're not a fast breaking team. They're they're a, mainly you know they try to work the ball around and, and, and eat clock. 
Absolutely, and Rutgers has had a good stretch here this season, one of their best seasons so far in Big Ten play since they joined the conference. They had a three-game winning streak at the end of January with wins over Nebraska, Penn State, and Indiana. They're coming off a pair of losses at Ohio State and then at home to Michigan. Of course, Michigan gives a lot of teams trouble, so they might be looking at this as a winnable game for oh, them absolutely. on the road. Absolutely, they do, and, and, and it's one of those games. They're They've won a couple of road games, so they're not, you know, they're two and six on the road. That's not good, but I'm just saying, I, this is a game. Illinois has got to come out. They got to make shots. I think Illinois is a six and a half point favorite, legitimately. But home court's worth a lot of points. But again, Rutgers is going to play it close to the vest. It's a team that you, it's, it can be very dangerous. You know, I still remember the game in 2017, uh, John Gross's last game, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, regular game, season game. Regular yeah. season game. It knocked Illinois out of the out of the NCAA tournament for sure, and um, that was a game that Illinois led right to the end. Had a ten point lead in the second half, and and um, I think his name was Freeman hit a hit a, a three point shot in the last seven seconds to win the game. I know you identified it this morning. Nine guys on the Rutgers roster that is averaging 18 minutes or more a game. So even though they only have two double digit scores, they're going to put a lot of guys out there, similar to Illinois. Here's the, yes, they, they, they substitute just like Illinois did. Here's the interesting part. The guy with, of the nine, the guy with the least amount of time is the starting center. Yeah. Dorson. I've seen games where they put they start him, and he might play 12 minutes in the ballgame. I mean, he's seven-footer. I mean, maybe he doesn't fit what they want, you know, so they maybe play a smaller lineup. I don't know uh, his reasoning for it, but uh, Shaquille Dur- Dorson, is, who's from the Netherlands, uh, hasn't uh, played an awful lot of minutes, uh, hasn't even played, ha- even though he starts. When we come back, we'll get a little bit of insight with Joe Boylan, the radio analyst for the Scarlet Rutgers Knights. Also our keys to the game, and Brian Barnhart has a conversation with assistant coach Chin Coleman as we make our way towards tip-off here at the State Farm Center, a 3 p.m. tip for the Illini against the Scarlet Rutgers Knights. This is the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. For all your wealth management and retirement planning needs, visit Rudy Wealth Management, voted number one in the People's Choice Awards. Fighting Illini Game Day continues in a moment. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Now with more, here's Scott Beatty. Rutgers is the opponent today at the State Farm Center to conclude this three-game home stretch for the Illini, who've started out 2-0. And, of course, the big upset win over Michigan State. Scarlet Knights are here. So is Joe Boylan. He's the radio analyst for the Rutgers Scarlet Knights, a former associate head coach with Rutgers, including a Final Four trip back in the 1970s. Good to have you here with us, Joe. And uh, they've been saying this is the best team since joining. Big Ten Conference play is that your assessment? Yeah, there's no question about it. You know, they're they're a very good team. They're they're together. They like each other. Good chemistry on this team. Uh, they play hard every night out. Uh, they defend well. They rebound well. They do all the little things really well. They're just not very skilled. They're not a great offensive team. So they don't make shots. It, it gets difficult. But uh, Coach Peichel's done a really good job in building the program and. Uh, kind of refreshing in today's world they just left them alone and say okay you just do it you're doing it the right way and and we're just going to wait so it's nice that patience is not a virtue in today's world <laughs> forearmed is forewarned 24 turnovers by michigan state how does 
Rutgers avoid the attacking defense of Illinois? How did they avoid the turnovers? I think we're better at the guard position this year, and we came here last year. It was I think we had 19 turnovers or so that led to 37 points, and the game was over in the first 10 minutes, basically. This team is a little tougher, I think, uh, across the board, and they handle the ball better. Uh, they do a very good job, I think, of, of pacing. Uh, they kind of understand time and score. And, uh, but this, this defense is really, really good. Uh, I mean, Michigan State is really good, and they made uh, Cassius Winston look like a pedestrian guard, and that's almost impossible. Yeah, and that's, a, that's a great credit to this team and what Coach has done here. Could, could cost him player of the year, although after I watch Hap, I think he should be player of the year. Who do you think should be player of the year? I really like Hap. I just think the way he plays, I mean, maybe – because you and I are kind of old school in some ways. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> We're mature. We're old. Uh, but I just like the way he plays. He just plays the game the way it should be played. Uh, you know, no hysteramics, scores, passes, and is a great teammate. You know, that game today, it drives me crazy. I'm, uh, I didn't care whether Wisconsin or Michigan win, but they kept half out of the game for at least 10 minutes with three fouls, put him back in, and they never caught up. I just think, and he never made another foul. It just seems to me that he should have been in there. I, if I was coaching, he'd be in there, and I'd be losing probably. No, I think he'd be in there. I think when you get a player like Happ and he gets to be a senior, he knows he just won't foul well, unless he gets caught in a scrum, you know. Sure. Uh, but if you're a coach, you know, you're always worried about that. Uh, sometimes we coaches worry too much. <laughs> Brad Underwood uh, this week said about Rutgers' style of play, they like to muck it up with their physicality. Is that a compliment? I think at this point in the Rutgers uh, tenure in the Big Ten, they'll take that as a compliment. Yeah. I think we, you know, Rutgers has done a good job playing really good teams uh, pretty close. Michigan State earlier in the year, we played them a four or five-point game. And uh, as long as the game doesn't get up and down a lot, then, then they're really, they really struggle. Uh, and that could happen today. So they want to play a, a just a half-court okay, half game. Right, yeah. They, they, they're good defensively. Good, very good man-to-man, although they are playing just a little bit more zone this year. Tell me about Durson. He starts games, but he doesn't seem to play an awful lot of minutes. What's the strategy there? I think uh, Coach Peichel, uh, he really has, has – this is really his first full year of basketball in the last three years. He's been hurt, had a bad foot uh, really last – two years ago, didn't play at all in the summer. Miles Johnson is, is a redshirted freshman from California. So they're trying, trying to mix and match those two players. Okay. Uh, Miles sat out last year. Uh, he's an engineering student, a 4-0 student, very bright kid. So in the last game uh, between them, they had 16 points, uh, 10 rebounds. They were nine, 8 for 13. So that gives them an inside presence they haven't had. Shaq's a good defender. Uh, but, again, he, he's, not, uh, he's not somebody who can play 10, 15 minutes in a row. Okay. Joe Boylan from Rutgers Radio. Appreciate you making the, uh, I don't know, about a 50-foot walk from the other end of the bench over here. Really appreciate you joining us, and uh, welcome into Champaign. Well, it's great to be here. You know, it's, uh, you guys have done a great job with this building, too. They've really, it's nice to see that. That shows they care about basketball. Anything coming up at Rutgers in terms of a building? Uh, yeah, they're, they're, this, uh, this June they will open a practice facility. And uh, which is right next to the rack, and uh, which will be which will be a, a transformative uh, uh, facility for Rutgers. As far as a building concern, I don't know. Uh, I was athletic director at Loyola University in Baltimore for 20 years. So I, I'm not getting into those things. But the rack, <laughs> the rack's a good home court. We've had three sellouts this year, okay. uh, and it's a very noisy and it's a good home court. And uh, 
it's expensive to build uh, buildings, especially in New Jersey. So, uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> we've heard a bit about that around here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Joe. Really Thanks. appreciate okay, it. Good. Thank you. Appreciate Thanks it. very much. And good luck. Have a great rest of the year. Thank you. You too. Fighting Illini game day here, Illinois and Rutgers on tap. Both teams four and eight. One will be five and eight. One will be four and nine. When all things are said and done, it's a 301 tip, by the way, here at State Farm Center. Keys to the game are in a moment and the coach's corner. Stay with us. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Here again, Scott Beatty. You're talking about one of the top rebounding teams. Uh, in the Big Ten, you're talking about a team that, uh, you know, Geo Baker, Alamayuri, uh, having phenomenal years. Uh, the addition of Shaq Carter has given them a tremendous presence inside. They're a team that um, adds a grad transfer who's a really, really good shooter. So this is a very, very balanced team. They're a tough team. Uh, they have a physicality that uh, uh, kind of mucks the game up a little bit. And uh, there's a reason they're winning games, and, and that's uh, they're well coached, and, and, and this is a good basketball team. And that basketball team is here today, the Rutgers Scarlet Knights, State Farm Center, Scott and Lauren with you. Time for our keys to the game. They're brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign, also by Loman Ray Insurance. Mr. Tate. Well, Illinois wants to run, and uh, Rutgers wants to keep it methodical. Illinois has got to force some turnovers, and they're going to resist that. So I think that how that turns out will, will affect the game. And, and uh, I don't know that Illinois can get anywhere near the turnovers they got against Michigan State. I think that was just a shock for Michigan, they, Michigan State. They just weren't ready for it. But I think this team is certainly ready for it, and they know what's going to happen. Not a great shooting team. I think Illinois That's needs right. to seize every missed shot and move and get in transition as quick as possible. I'd say that's my key. And, of course, just the psychological element of what Boom. you've been through emotionally to sort of block that out and make this the game that you're focused on 100% would be my key to the game. Lauren Tate. Thank you. Appreciate it as always. Mm -hmm. That's uh, Lauren Tate here coming up. We have the coach's corner with Brian Barnhart. He talks to Chin Coleman. That's straight ahead. And then plenty more coverage from the State Farm Center as well. You're listening to Fighting Illini Game Day and the Rudy Wealth Management Pregame Show. We're back on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. It's Fighting Illini game day. Illinois against Rutgers this afternoon from the State Farm Center. The Illini looking to make it three wins in a row. It's time now for the Coach's Corner, brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign. The voice of the Fighting Illini is Brian Barnhart. He's standing by with assistant coach Chin Coleman. Chin Coleman joins us. He's got the scout here on the Coach's Corner. Good win the other night, but now time to go back to work again. Great win the other night. I mean, you celebrated and for a few hours and then that's it then you got to move on to the next one and the next one is uh Rutgers right now so we want to make sure that we really put that to rest and put that to bed as quickly as possible and try to focus on the task at hand yeah it is part of the maturing process isn't it for a young team any team really you've had a big win but uh it's only one game of whatever 30 or 32. that's all it is is one game uh, it's exciting uh, for the moment to, to be able to uh, see our kids carry out a game plan so almost 100% accurate as they did. And that's exciting. That gives us uh, the confidence that we can do that again. And right now, 
when you do that, it's like you make a mistake because now, you know, we've seen you do it before. So now we want more and more and more. And so uh, we just want to keep getting better. And that was been our, our, our message the whole year throughout the ups and the downs. All we wanted to do was keep getting better. And we feel good about where we at right now, but uh, we're trying to uh, avoid the banana peels. Yeah. Um, so stay on our task was talking to coach a little earlier about Rutgers and when they first joined the league they were kind of in the league but now coach Peichel got them looking like a Big Ten team I mean their size the way they rebound uh, they look like a Big Ten team to me um they were big last year there I think that he kind of likes uh humongous players and he's got he's he had five or six of them last year he's got four or five of them this year I think that's part of his DNA and how the type of teams he's like he likes to coach they're a big team. Uh, they get about 13 offensive rebounds a game. They're one of the leading rebounding teams in our conference. That's something that we have to focus on is making sure that we uh, keep them off the glass. Yeah, just looking at their overall defensive stats, as you might expect from one of his teams, pretty solid. Very solid. Uh, it's kind of like everybody else in the league. Is This is a copycat league, so to speak, and everybody plays the pack except for us. We, we like to get out and do some other different things defensively. And, um, but, you know, they're really good at what they do in their system. Obviously, they work on it every day, so they're good at it. And we've played against so many teams like them that we should be effective in what we do. We have an understanding of how we need to get and create offense against teams that are packed in like that. Yeah. What do you remember about the two games last year? The one here really wasn't close. The one out there in uh, Piscataway was a lot closer. But what can we take from those two games into today? Little, because they're different teams, but we – understand that we haven't changed in terms of our system so we kind of could draw from those two games of how they're going to try to guard us offensively because of our system is basically the same um although we have different pieces we do some things different than we did last year but um i think that the focus is to 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 focus on what they do defensively in terms of how they'll guard our team as a system so we take take some pieces but not much you know i, I think that they'll probably try to do some things different what that is we don't know but we've been preparing for the weirdest things that they can try and do because uh, you know proper preparation be poor performance and we're trying not to to give a poor performance tonight i guess i remember in the game here we turn them over a lot 20 some turnovers uh, we were successful that way um we've been doing that we've turned uh we turned michigan state over 24 times i think that uh our defense is designed to do that, and if we're on our rules and our principles and we're sticking to what it is that we do, then we'll turn guys over. And uh, not, not not knowing how many turnovers that they're going to have tonight because I'm sure that they practice for us and they're prepared. And um, But we're going to do what we do and, and see how it works. All right, we'll come back with Shane Coleman after this on the Coach's Corner. All right, let's get into some particulars now as we visit with Shane Coleman on the Rutgers Scarlet Knights, 11-11, identical Big Ten record at 4-8. Uh, Gio Baker, tell me about him. Good player, good player. He's uh, one of the better guards in the league, probably not getting as much recognition and notoriety in the league, um, but he deserves it. He has our attention. He's a good player. He's averaging 14 points a game, I think. He's uh, about five assists a game. Uh, uh, he's really good at stealing the basketball. He's one of the league leaders in steals. So he's a good player. He has our attention. He's not going to go unnoticed in this game. We're going to send our three-headed monsters at him. I.O., Dre, Trent, we're going to send our guys at him, and we're going to really uh, try to guard him and contain him in ball screen coverage. He likes, he's very elusive and slippery in ball screen. He likes to split him. So we're going to try to avoid being split, and we're going to try to 
<laughs> neutralize him as much as we can. And when our guys are on task and on point, we've done a good job with the other team's point guard. Omar Rui, I, I love the way he's developed. Probably the toughest, toughest kid in the league. He's uh, dislocated his kneecap against us here last year and came right back and played. He did it again this year, came right back and played. You can't say enough about the resiliency of this kid, how tough he is. His game has changed a little bit from last year because of the immobility of his knee a little bit. I think he's a little bit immobile, still vertical, athletic, but not as much um, east and west. But uh, he's, he's turned into a... A uh, heck of a player in the post. He, 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 he's really good at posting up and creating angles and using his strength and getting offensive rebounds. He's a big-time player for them, and we, we got to make sure that we, we send multiple guys at him as well. Yeah. Dorson is an experienced player, big guy, seven foot. Does he uh, block a lot of shots? Uh, he doesn't block as many shots as, as, as well as he, I think, he deters a lot of them with his, what we call Mozgov. He doesn't block a ton of them, but he deters a lot of them with his Mozgov. His size is just, he's an enormous human being. Um, He's probably going to play about 18 minutes a game and because they got a three-man three attack at that five position, him, Shaq Carr, and also Miles Carter. So we're going to see all three of those guys, and all three of them are different. And the other two that come off the bench are really good at what they do. So this will be a game where our best perimeter – Best post defense is our perimeter defense. So if we're really good at our perimeter defense, it won't give them an opportunity to pound us inside because that's what they want to do. They want to pound the ball inside. I know you being a Chicago guy uh, with the Bulls and uh, Ron Harper, that's a name everybody knows. This is his son playing, right? Absolutely. It's his son. I'm really good friends with uh, his dad. I've known his dad for a long time. Uh, and his son is playing good ball. He's shooting the ball a lot better than I thought he would as his, with his size and his frame. He's got a really quick trigger. He's shooting the ball uh, in the mid-30% from three. So uh, he's someone that we got to make sure that we don't let get horse shots and we run him off the fence, what we call it, make him play in the yard and keep him out of our house. Tell me about Mathis a little bit, uh, the freshman. The freshman is playing good balls. He's at 12 points a game. He's their second leading scorer, uh, third leading scorer, a 10 a, point, 10 a game right behind uh, Omarui. Um, can shoot it from three, shooting about 26% from three. Uh, capable there, but his, he makes his money and he breads his butter by getting the ball to the rim and getting in transition and playing downhill. He's a downhill player. The, 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 the underrated, underrated skill that he has from the guard position is that he gets about two offensive rebounds a game. So our, our, our eyes and, and, and our physicality is going to be locked in on him. Yeah. That's a good rebounding team, as you said. I mean, we just saw a good one in Michigan State, so similar type ability around the glass for them. I'll tell you, Brian, our team is in a good space mentally that when we're locked in on something, and right now they're locked in, I, I, I commend our locker room. I commend the character of guys in our locker room because they had an opportunity to fold a long time ago. We bent, yeah. but we didn't break. Yeah. And, and we're here, and we're everyday guys, and, 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 and I, I feel good about the mentality of our guys, where they're at mentally, the space they're at mentally, is that we're going to give them a game plan tonight, and they're going to do their best job to carry it out, and hopefully we'll get a win. Coach, good to see you. Thank you. Thank you. That's Jen Coleman on the Coach's Corner here from Champaign. Thank you, Brian. That's the Coach's Corner. News Talk 1400, WDWS Champaign-Urbana, and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS Champaign-Urbana, News Gazette Media Stations.